Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuhu. Welcome to the 27th episode of Chronicles of the Crescent. This is the final episode of the Ramadan Blitz series. Inshallah, I hope to tell many more stories and continue this podcast afterwards. I figured I'd conclude the month on the most important story. The story of the Prophet Muhammad wasallam, his seerah, his biography. There are so many works of seerah, some very early, some very late, some that are told more to you know, rile people up and entertain them in sorts of ways. But all of them share this feature of moral instruction and an inculcation of love for the Prophet ﷺ. They speak to us about who he was, ﷺ, and they also tell us about who we can be, who we want to be. They give us a model for how we can act. What I'm telling now, inshallah, is based upon the seerah of At-Tabari in his larger history work. At-Tabari died in 310. I've talked about him before. And this is a story that has just been on my mind uh, a lot lately with the deaths that have happened in Mali and New Zealand, you know, gun violence, bombings, just hospitals being destroyed in Yemen. It's just... The story comes back to me a lot lately. During the Battle of Uhud, I think many of us know the general story. The Muslims were winning. There were several Muslims who were on top of the hill, the small mountain, and they had their archers, and they were driving back the mushrikeen. But several of them, when they saw that the war was going in their favor, they ran down to collect the booty, the spoils of war. And the tide of the battle changed because of this. And you know, the Prophet ﷺ himself was injured. People thought that he'd passed away, And so amidst the, you know, the fierce fighting of this battle, Perhaps one of the greatest of the warriors, of the proponents of the faith, was Hamza radiallahu an. And Hamza radiallahu an, who I talked about before in the Amir Hamza stories, but and, you know, as a historical figure though, Hamza radiallahu an was a brother to Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa I don't just mean a brother to Rasul sallallahu in like the figurative sense, I mean literally. He was Prophet sallallahu uncle. He was, you know, between two and five years older than him. They were raised, you know, in each other's presence, essentially. But he was also the milk brother of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi They had the same you know, uh, wet nurse. And according to the Sharia, that means that they're, the, they're like siblings, essentially. You know, it's a close tie. You know, the, blood of, the bond of milk is second only to like the blood of bud, blood, really. So someone who Rasul Sallallahu had as a brother who was so close to him, who stood up repeatedly for the faith. You can just imagine what it's like. And he said, Hamza in one of the pre- in the Battle of Badr, he'd killed the father and brother of Hind, the wife of Abu Sufyan, in you know combat. And so she wanted revenge. She wanted his blood. So she told Wahshi, one of her slaves, that you know she'd give him freedom or some reward, essentially, if he were to kill Hamza and so in the battle, Wahshi targets Hamzatullah and Hamzatullah is defeating so many people, you know. He was a great warrior, right? And 
Wow, she tosses a spear or some such and it pierces Hamza and he's killed. And as the Muslims are being driven back, they say that, you know, many of the women of the Quraysh were, you know, with the Mushrikeen. They also came forward to kind of gloat and they mutilated the bodily, bodies of the Muslims and Hind cut open the body of Hamza and she cut out his liver and she chewed his liver in vengeance, and then she spat it out. And so the part of the seerah I want to talk about is what happens right after that. The mushrikeen eventually kind of fade away, the Muslims regain some ground, it's a stalemate or a Muslim loss, but, but almost a stalemate, or some people paint it as a victory, whatever it was. But the Muslims are now going back and seeing the bodies of their deceased. And Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam sees the mutilated Muslim bodies, his companions, those that followed him, that gave up their life for this faith in this one Allah ta'ala, that their bodies are you know, being eaten by the vultures, they've been cut up, you know, noses, tongues, whatever, have just been... Even in death, they weren't left alone. And Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam sees the body of Hamza radiallahu ta'ala and this brother to him, this uncle to him, this dear friend. And he sees that his liver is cut out and chewed. And he sees the state of his body. And what amazes me is how Rasul acted in that moment. That even as he was so deeply upset, so deeply pained by this, he said to his cousin to keep Safiya bint Abdul Muttalib, the full brother of Hamza, the aunt of Rasul He told her, her son, keep him away. Keep her away. Don't, I don't let her. She wants to come and see. Please keep her away. I don't want her to see her brother like this. That that's Rasulullah's thought in this moment of his own pain to think about someone else. To think about his aunt. That he doesn't want his aunt to see his uncle like that. But she insists on coming. She insists on coming. And eventually she goes to the body of Hamza she says, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajun. From Allah we come and from Allah, to Allah we return. She was that strong. Even seeing her brother like that. And they say that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa when he, according to Tabri, that when he saw these, when he saw the Muslims like this, he was so mad, so in so much grief. He said that, you know, if we get in victory over these mushrikeen, then we'll do the same. We can, we can do the same to them. We can tear up their bodies too. But that in that moment, on this occasion that Allah Ta'ala revealed the verses of the Quran, وَإِنْ عَقَبْتُمْ فَعَقِبُوا بِمِثْلِ مَا عُقِبْتُمْ بِهِ وَلَإِنْ سَبَرْتُمْ لَهُوَ خَيْرٌ لِلسَّابِرِينَ وَاسْبِرْ وَمَا سَبْرُكَ إِلَّا بِاللَّهِ وَلَا تَحْسَنْ عَلَيْهِمْ وَلَا تَكُوْ فِي ضَيْكٍ مِمَّا يَمْكُرُونَ إِنَّ اللَّهَ and if you punish an enemy, punish with an equivalent of what you were harmed. But if you are patient, it is better for you to be patient. It is better for those who are patient. And be patient. Your patience is not except through Allah. And don't grieve over them or be in distress over what these others conspire. 
Indeed, Allah Ta'ala is with those who are aware of Him, who have fear of Him, and who are doers of good. If you are patient, it is better for those who are patient. And they say that after this verses were revealed, Rasul Sallallahu according to Tabari, he forbade mutilation for Muslims. That Muslims cannot mutilate bodies. What was done to us, that vile thing that happened to the martyrs of Uhud, we cannot do to others. So in that moment of grief and pain, Rasul thought of his aunt, of someone else's pain, and he chose the better path, and he chose patience, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And, you know, the standard Sirah accounts, they all go that later, on the conquest of Mecca, both Wahshi and Hind, the murder of Hamza ta'ala an, and the woman who chewed his liver and who asked for this murder, they both accepted Islam. And Rasul forgave them. And those that did this to someone who was so close to him, he forgave them. And so when you know we think of these circumstances today of this great suffering and this pain, how do we act with greater patience? How do we think of our community, of others in our community who might be grieving and watch out for them? Rasul watch out for them. And how do we exhibit that radical behavior of love and forgiveness? We should stand up for ourselves. We should defend ourselves. We should not let ourselves be abused. But how do we attain a situation where we finally have power over others, where we have the opportunity to retaliate? And we choose a greater path. Allahu Alam. just want to leave us on those thoughts. Inshallah, may Allah accept our fasts. May Allah Ta'ala accept us Ramadan of us. Give us many more Ramadans to come. And Jazakallah Khair for listening. I hope there was some benefit in this series. And if there was, I ask that you please make dua for me. And if I said anything wrong or anything inaccurate this entire series, I ask for your forgiveness. Jazakallah Khair. And Inshallah, we'll continue after Ramadan on a less regular basis. Inshallah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah.